is episode 133 of Bella in Your Business. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to know, are you burnt out trying to hire employees? Or maybe you want to hire employees, but you're just terrified of that boogeyman that does not exist in the closet. Well, this episode is sponsored by my free three-part webinar series, Jump and Scale Your Business. And I would love to see you there. It's a must-have attend if you want staff, you want to grow, you feel like you're held hostage, or you have to high turnover. Signing up is as easy as going to jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and today I've got a special treat for you. Becky founded her business, Preferred Pet Care Services, in 2016 after an incredibly difficult period of personal change and loss. Her hobby quickly became a serious business, and Preferred Pet Care is now an award-winning business, enjoying third employees. I can't even believe this because every time I talk to you, you've grown more and more. (laughs) Becky is one of the strongest people I know. And she's been an inspiration not only to myself, but many other of her fellow masterminders and pet sitters all around the country. I've watched Becky completely transform herself and her business every single year. And I'm just so excited to have her on today to help motivate, inspire all of our listeners. Becky, welcome to the show. Hi, Bella. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. You are truly someone that a lot of people should look up to and aspire to be, not just because of what you've been able to build, but because of how fast it's been. Like, you know, two years, you've achieved so much. But during that time, you've also had a lot of personal stuff going on that you never let stop you. Now, that being said, I know we were just talking before we started and you said, ah, frazzled and everything's going around and that's just life, right? Right. But the thing that I love about you is that you don't let that hold you down. So why don't you tell our listeners, for those who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the industry. Sure. So I am Becky. I started my business, Preferred Pet Care Services, here in central Pennsylvania. We're based around the Harrisburg area. I actually started my business in my hometown, which was a really exciting thing where my mom and her family have lived for generations. So That's definitely something that's helped me out. We started with just me and quickly, you know, it was like six months of me being solo full time before I realized I needed help. I really couldn't do it all by myself. I sort of took the easy way out and I hired a couple ICs. And about five months after that, I wanted to transition them because it just wasn't exactly what I wanted for my business. I had a really bad experience with one of them, which I was really fortunate didn't tank my entire business. Can you tell Um, us a little bit more about that? So it really showed me basically like the sitter that I had. I'm pretty sure that like she didn't do the overnight. She didn't stay at the house at all. She had left the dogs. worst nightmare. Yes. (laughs) She had left the dogs for like 16 hours on the first day. Oh no. And yeah, the client, their toddler had been there in the bed with them the night before they left. So they found toddler toys in the bed where my sitter was supposed to sleep. So probably no way that she did. And I was really lucky that I was actually already in the employee quick start. And I had already decided that this was a change that I wanted to make for my own business. But that really lit a fire under me because I saw just how much liability it opens you up to 
and not being able to track where these people are and not being able to guarantee that, you know, they're doing what my client is paying me for. So we switched to employees and then I was terrified to hire. (laughs) So I switched two of my ICs to employees and I was fortunate that they stayed And then I tried to keep going, just the three of us for a little bit. And it really was just way too much. We were all super burnt out. So we started hiring. And hiring was a whole other shift and a whole other fear, anxiety-inducing thing of how do I know these are the right people and how can I be sure? And, you know, I just had to keep rolling with it because I knew eventually it would sort out. And so, you know, I think a lot of building my business has been a lot of failure. You know, it's been a lot of challenges and it's been a lot of needing to keep going, needing to continually look at your process. And, you know, if you have something that's not working, changing it. And one of the things that, you know, that's what the mastermind has been so helpful for me with. This might turn into like, you know, a little like paid commercial for the mastermind, which really (laughs) isn't what it's about. Before we get there though, (laughs) I want to back you up just a little bit though. And we can talk about that because it has been a big part of your journey, you know? Yeah. I want to know, you mentioned the employee quick start and some people that are listening to this, they might not know what that is. And that's kind of when you and I first connected because we did the, I think it was the pop-up group of the bosses in charge employee quick start program and all those questions that you were saying, how do I trust someone? How do I know it's going to happen? And your relationship becoming BFFs with failure was (laughs) pivotal in that time period, right? Yes. It's so true. Was it about the employee quick start that helped you? And how would you describe it to our listeners in your own words? It just, especially doing the bosses in charge as like the mini mastermind, it gave me this whole community of support. And so I finally didn't feel isolated anymore in my business. Owning a small business for me to that point had felt so isolating. And I felt like I had nowhere to go when I had these questions or when something didn't work and how would I fix it or how would I be able to figure it out? Or no one understands you because they don't even understand. Exactly. Oh my gosh. My family was so tired of hearing me complain about work stuff at this point. (laughs) For sure. I think my mom is more thankful for the mastermind and for bosses in charge (laughs) than me, but it gave me that foundation. It gave me somewhere to turn. It gave me that community. And so when things got hard and when things didn't work out, because like you said, that's just life. You know, the more we grow, the more we take on these things shift, but it's always going to be addressing issues as they come up and facing challenges a hundred percent. And it just gave me that outlet. It gave me somewhere to turn. It gave me so much encouragement and inspiration and knowing that I wasn't alone. I wasn't the only pet sitting business owner who had gone through these struggles. You know, there were other people that I could ask and that I could follow their journeys as well and sort of learn alongside of these people who supported me and also held me accountable. Let me ask you another question. You talk about isolation and knowing that you're not alone. And some of our listeners might be thinking, well, I have some Facebook groups that I really like that we just go in and complain all the time, right? And misery loves company. What's the difference between a group where you might just air your grievances in your own life or business and something like the Employee Quick Start or the Mastermind? What's the difference there? I mean, because essentially you're not alone in those other groups too. So what's that secret sauce? The secret sauce is being solutions oriented. The secret sauce is in your group specifically, even in, you know, the Jump Consulting page and the Iona Pet Sitting Company with staff. I mean, we, yes, we all need to vent. 
we yeah. all absolutely totally. need a place with other pet sitters where we can be like, can you believe this client? <laughs> but the difference was in bosses in charge and in the mastermind is the conversation turns really quickly to what are you going to do about it? Yeah. You know, yes, like this absolutely sucks and <laughs> you are right to feel the way that you do and you should never have to go through this. Oh my gosh, you know, the clients, whatever. But the difference was in those groups, we didn't just stay there. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just, oh, pity party, woe is me, nothing. You know, yeah. it was, how can we fix this? How can we change our processes? How can I make sure that in a week, I'm not coming back here with the same problem again? Yeah. And it was figuring out how to fix those issues in our businesses. And that's really been total game changing, eye opening. Yeah. That's why I'm BFFs with failure. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I really appreciate is that I also, as the coach or the mentor of the group, I can come back and be like, yo, Becky, how's it going with this? And like, we track it and you don't yeah. get offended that I'm like on your butt about it. <laughs> and like, so how did that work out? There is a resolution to the challenges, right? There's resolution. Sure. And sometimes that resolution is still a failure and it doesn't work. And it takes a couple more times of us figuring it out. But the difference is that everybody wants to jump in and give you their opinion and solutions. Absolutely. And maybe you could learn from it. And the other, I think this is a secret sauce is that other people learn from your failures or you learn from their failures. And there's oh my gosh. an open dynamic that you don't make the same mistake other people make. Yes, totally. I really think that's a huge part for me of how the mastermind has really helped me grow my business because mm -hmm. instead of being stuck in all of these problems, I'm collaborating with all of these amazing business owners, the vast majority of whom are way further ahead in terms of revenue, in terms of size than I was and that I still am. Mm -hmm. But I'm able to sort of see the path that they've traveled on and also know that these issues that I'm having are things that everyone has gone through and yeah. that it's growing pains. And this isn't like walk away and shut the doors. <laughs> it's figure out how to solve this and look at what the potential is in the future. Yeah, for sure. So Becky, I want to take you back in time a little bit, not too far <laughs> though. And first I want to talk about the huge transformation that you had in 2018. So do you remember what your business looked like in December <laughs> of 2017? And then do you remember the big ass goal that you made January uh, 2018. It's really funny that you say that because I was going through my file in the mastermind. So one of the things that we do in the mastermind is everyone has their own file where from the day that you get in there, you answer these questions about where you are and what's motivating you and where you want to be and you're setting goals and we're continually revising it throughout the year. But I hadn't gone back and read from January until this January and it's crazy. Last January, I had two employees. I went back in my software. We had like two daily visits. We had like two daily clients that we saw. And, you know, it was, it was a struggle. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to make enough money that I could actually survive mm -hmm. <laughs> running this business and not wanting to be the person who did everything all the time all by myself. But I was in the field a lot. I was in the field probably over 50% of our visits. And I was really doing a lot on my own. My staff were great, but they had other commitments too. So they weren't fully available. And we worked really hard. We worked all the time. I feel like I worked all the time. And I set a big, crazy goal. I thought it was totally unattainable at the time, but I thought, you know, we'll just shoot really high 
and we'll get somewhere that'll be good. And my big crazy goal was by January of this year to be making enough money to sustain myself on my 30% profit of the business and not be in the field. Mm-hmm. And that is where I am today. It's, you achieved it early, right? Like it was like I did. by the summer or something? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't quite at like the revenue that I needed at that point, but I tripled my revenue from 2017 and 2018. And the almost crazier part about that is I only made my income by June. So then from June to December, I actually made 200% of 2017 in those six months. That's incredible. Which is wild. And now I'm hardly in the field at all, sometimes as a sub, but really not much at all. I'm able to focus on the back end of the business, which is great because there's so much to do. There is. so much to do. There is. And it's never done either because you're always perfecting Mm -hmm. it. So you said that you set this like crazy goal. First of all, the reflection of it was probably really powerful because I don't think we often stop long enough to celebrate Mm. or have witness to our celebrations of, hell yeah, girl, you just did it. (laughs) We kind of set goals and then we kind of forget about them by March or April, right? Or we give up on them. So what kind of like personal boost did that give you? Being able to look back and like, how you felt about yourself and your own self-thought and tape. And what did you learn about your ability to set goals? It makes me feel unstoppable. It makes me feel like a force to be reckoned with. It makes me feel like I can do whatever I want to do. I can have this killer pet sitting business and take over central Pennsylvania and do whatever I want in life. Learning how to set goals learning how to break them down because yeah, it's one thing to say, Hey, in a year I want this, but we have to be able, and this is what the mastermind really helped me with because, and why I say I'm BFFs with failure, because most of the goals that I set, at least in the first six months, I didn't meet them. I wasn't achieving the goals that I was setting, but I was learning the process. Mm-hmm. You know, not meeting my goals was almost more of a lesson to me than actually meeting the goals because then I learned, okay, you can't do 500 things in one week. Uh-huh. Okay. Like you're yeah. going to have to skim it down. You got to prioritize. You got to learn different ways to get these things done and really learned how to hone in on what the really key components of my goals were and just knock them out one by one. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing we always hear. So if there's any current masterminders listening to this podcast, I know a lot of you are binging on Bella right now, but I want you to think about like, it is very difficult when you first come in and it's almost frustrating to the point of frustration where you're like, what do you mean? It's not a goal. How do you want me to make a goal? Well, what do you mean? And, and it's a real struggle for a lot of people, especially if we're not used to making like say 90 day goals and breaking them down. And a lot of the goals that we create our first time around is just a long to-do list, which ends up being overwhelming, which ends up being defeating. And you're right, Becky, you learn so much through failing at the goals to understand how you need to create goals in your own life. And then on a 2.0 scale, how those goals affect your actual personal life and the reason your why for your business, right? Yeah. So, oh my God, like you seriously get me so excited. (laughs) (laughs) You do the same to me, Bella. (laughs) So what advice would you have for other pet sitting business owners 
who want to transform their business, but don't know how to get there. And I'm not asking you to say, join the mastermind. And I'm not asking you to say, join bosses in charge. I'm talking about like, what does it take for that mental toughness to get? Yeah, it's a lot of trial and error. One of the things that sort of became my mantra for 2018 was failure is an opportunity for improvement in disguise. When we fail, when we have challenges, which guess what? Spoiler alert, everyone does. Everyone is always going to face seemingly insurmountable obstacles in their business and in their life. Yeah. And what defines us is how we respond to that. There's always a lesson. There's always something that it's showing you. Failure are really opportunities for us to learn how to do things better and how to refine our processes and how to become stronger in our businesses and in our lives and with ourselves. So for people who are starting out, having a community of people, having like-minded people who were solutions-oriented and didn't let me just bitch and bitch and just stay there, but really, like you were saying, like held me accountable and came back and said, what did we do about this client? Did you do X? Did you do Y? How's it going? You change your procedures um, or your process. Right, exactly. And you get mad at me for that. <laughs> I know. I know because it's like in pet sitting as an industry, I feel like if you question someone's processes when they're dealing with a problem, it becomes a very defensive situation. You know, people feel really attacked. I think because I came from teaching, I used to be a teacher and in how I came to teaching and my teacher training, it was always about always learning more. You can always do better. You always have to push yourself, like just never being done learning. And so that I think helped me sort of take the setbacks more in stride when I had the community to back me up, but I really needed that community of support. That's really what was game changing for me. And the mastermind was where I found that. That's incredible. So, you know, it's, yeah, you don't have to join the mastermind. There are other ways that you can find and establish those communities. The mastermind was sort of a built-in thing and it totally works for me. And that's what I love. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. As we kind of end this episode, I want you to tell that story that you've told so many times about you are waiting tables and it was kind of like a make it or break it. And then they close, like, tell us that story really quick. And (laughs) when that was and who and what that was then and Mm -hmm. who and what you are now as a business Mm. and as a person. Oh, this is wild. So I was waiting tables about two and a half years ago at this little diner in my hometown. And they announced that the restaurant was going to be closing on November 1st, 2016. And I had been pet sitting on the side. It had really started sort of taking off. I had started having to turn down a lot of clients who were too far away or it just didn't work with my schedule as a waitress. Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend, Ricky, was actually super supportive. My mom and my family were sort of like, don't you want a real job? Don't you want 40 hours a week and a paycheck? And doesn't that sound good? But I knew that if I didn't give 100% of myself to this work that I had become so passionate about and that I really, really, really loved, that I would always wonder what if. And I sort of dived in. And so I went full time on November 1st of 2016. And I was terrified. (laughs) It was probably the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. And it was, you know, it was a few months of really not being sure. 
starting a pet sitting business in November is not really the best time, (laughs) (laughs) but I made it through and, you know, I kept in touch with my old boss (laughs) and I'd periodically ask him if he had any job opportunities for me. But I also knew that I really had to stick with it. I was terrified. I didn't know if it would work. I thought I would try it for a couple months and then give up. And it really... To who I am now compared to who I was at that point, a little bit more than two years ago, it's been total game changer for my life, really. I have a lot more confidence now. I feel better about myself. I have more self-esteem. I understand now more so that life happens to everyone, usually at the most inconvenient times and in the most inconvenient ways. But how we respond to that and what we do with it is really what defines our character and also defines our future. You know, when we have these huge setbacks, there's always opportunities in disguise and we can choose to take the easy way and woe is me and feel sorry and throw a pity party. Or, you know, we can grab life by the balls and go out and get what we want and follow our dreams and make things happen that we never thought would be possible. I never thought, especially what, 26 months ago, if you would have told me that I would be sitting here now and that I would have a business with 13 employees and I would hardly be in the field and I'd mostly be running things in the back end and making enough money to support myself, I would have told you you were absolutely insane. (laughs) I never would have believed it, but here I am today. And that's exactly what's happening. So it's so incredible. I love so much of what you just said. Like I can't even repeat all of it because there was so many good goodness in there. But I love the most about, and I think it really is what sets people aside is life happens and the way that you respond to it, not react, is going to determine what happens to you now and your future. So if there's anything that you take away from this episode today, you guys, that's what I want you to remember. Becky, how can people go check out and see your website? We are preferredpetcareservices.com. Fur like the fur on a dog. I'm wearing my shirt, if you can see it. We're preferred pet care services. I have a nice blog over there and some pet tips. We're going to be publishing a bunch of puppy stuff soon. It's super exciting. Exciting. Well, thank you so much for being here. If you guys want any more information about the mastermind, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind. And in the show notes, we'll put Becky has a $25 off coupon for you every single month that you can get off of the low, low, low membership already. If you guys loved this episode, I would just be delighted if you could leave us a review on iTunes. That really helps us out. And also lets our guests and the rest of my team know that you love what they're doing because I could not produce this all by myself. It does take a village to get these episodes to you. And we're well into the hundreds of episodes now. If you guys want to personally connect, go to jumpconsulting.net. You can join our free Facebook group there. You could sign up for a 20-minute complimentary work with me session by clicking work with me, or you can get any freebie downloads by clicking freebies. And always remember, when life gets you down, always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.